Hey guys, it's Jaden. Welcome to the podcast where the main purpose is for you to show up as you are and to open your mind of the possibilities of where you could go. I am a hairdresser, a fitness coach, a volleyball coach, and honestly, just your friend who wants to see you shine. I know what it was like to grow up wishing and wondering why you weren't like someone else. And I also know what it feels like to feel comfortable in your own skin. I'm so glad you're here and let's dive in. Oh my gosh, you guys, welcome back. It has been such a good busy week. I first and foremost want to ask you, did you lean into the challenge? Did you choose something that would make going into the holiday season better? Did you make a commitment to yourself and did you take action? I totally have. I have chosen to really get myself focused on my food, fueling my body, making sure I'm prepared for my day at work, making sure that I'm not skipping or don't have enough fuel. I have really put an emphasis on. And if you haven't taken action, it's okay. Today's a new day, tomorrow's a new day, and every minute you have a choice to pivot. This week, we are going to talk about the self-work, doing the work, looking at yourself in the mirror, digging deep, and recognizing the places that you could do better to achieve more, understanding that People aren't doing things to us, they do things for us, and they give us an opportunity to respond or react, and we have to choose which side of that we're going to take. I had a conversation with um, a friend recently, and we were talking about just some of the life goals and changes and some of her own struggles, and um, I told her that one of the hardest things you will ever do is not actually doing the work of taking the action step or whatever. It is taking the moment to look in the mirror and to recognize how much of what is holding you back is actually you. Taylor Swift's new song, Everybody Like Loves It, it's out, and we hear it, and we've heard it on everybody's TikToks, But the line that says, it's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me, hits so hard. Because the reality is that no matter what, if we can't look in the mirror and recognize what things we maybe aren't playing full out in, if we can't look in the mirror and do the hard work of healing the pieces of us that are being triggered, if we can't look in the mirror or we choose to avoid the mirror because it's easier to point the finger at the people around us, then we miss the opportunity to grow and evolve. I'm not saying that the people around you are doing perfect things. I'm not saying that the circumstance that you're in is easy and you don't, it is what it is. You just got to worry about yourself. Look in the mirror. How can you be better? How can you be better? How can you be better? I'm not saying any of that. What I'm saying is 
that if we never take the moments to recognize where we can grow, then we live so much of our time playing the victim role rather than owning who we are and where we're at. If I can look in the mirror and I can own the parts of me that drive someone else nuts, if I can feel comfortable and confident in that, then the reality is what they're doing is theirs to carry and not mine because I'm comfortable in who I am. I've done the work to get to the point I'm at to be able to take in what they're sending me or what I'm dealing with or any of those things. It's a lot easier to talk about than it is to put into action because our initial response to things is to react. As human, we are just programmed. Like it is react, defend, deflect. It is a very common way of response. But if we can take a deep breath and rather than react, we choose to respond, then we're actually able to take that moment or that struggle and turn it into growth. We're able to put our best foot forward. We're able to evolve quicker and better, more efficient. But it's really hard to become somebody who responds rather than reacts if we don't take the time to recognize what our triggers are and what we could be doing differently to be better. But we spend time making excuses for the rhythm or the habit or the people that keep showing up and how it's not our fault, then we never get to come from this place of wholeness because there's so many pieces that are broken. And rather than looking and trying to reprogram or um, acknowledge them, we're just trying to bury them and hide them. And then we react so much more because that's what we're feeling is the broken or the trauma or whatever it is, but we never want to look it in the eye. I know that I have had so many moments in my life and I have done so much work. Like if I could tell you that I have done the same work over and over and over again. Like the same things have come up and I remember talking to a friend of mine and I said, why is it? I thought I healed this. Why is this still coming up? Why am I facing this again? What is happening? And she said, sometimes even though we heal things, we've created this this cycle and so it's going to come around and sometimes in the healing process it's that every time we're able to shift out of the funk or the trauma or the struggle a little bit quicker Um, and eventually we no longer are triggered by it but until we create a new habit around it even though we've done the work we still have 
that reactionary because it's still there. There's still, it, it takes time after time after time to create a different response to whatever it is that keeps coming up. And so I've had some different things in my life that I've really worked through. And I've had some moments recently. Um, I told you when I started this podcast that I had listened to a podcast that um, had helped me to finally just take action. So it's so interesting. I was, I had bought a computer. I was doing a 30-day fast action challenge. And it was like, just take action. Just start doing the work and start putting it out there. So I didn't have a computer, nor did I know how to use a computer. And so I went and bought a laptop And then I sat down and I opened it. And for three weeks, every time I would open my computer, I would be overwhelmed. I would not know what to do. And I would shut my computer and move on to something else. And I really felt like I was stuck. I'm like, fast action challenge. Like, I have 30 days to step in and do something. And I can't even, I don't even know how to work my computer. Like, I need help. And then I took a deep breath and I realized, okay, there's something that's blocking me from this next level version of myself. And I can't figure out what it is. What am I afraid of? With starting a podcast, what am I afraid of? Because I think that if I had no fear, I would have just started YouTubing like, what do I need to do? And step by step by step. But something kept stopping me or overwhelming me and I couldn't figure out what it was. So I decided, you know what, I'm just going to really start doing some self-work here. There is something that's, that's blocking me. There is something that's keeping me from stepping into this. So I was out for my run, and in the podcast, Lindsay Schwartz, who um, is the founder of Powerhouse Women, says her story, she tells her journey, and she says something that hits me. She talked about one of her fears. And all of a sudden in my head, I heard, you're annoying. And ultimately there was some stuff from my childhood where I, mind you, I have a much better relationship with my dad now, but I drove my dad nuts. Like I always had a story and a thing and a, and he had his own stuff. And I was this chatty little baby child, adult, doesn't ever change. Um, that I just had so much energy and I wanted to tell so many stories. And I mean, ultimately, no matter what that was or whose fault it was or who was in the right or wrong, eventually the only way for me to look it square in the eye and move forward was to actually hear it and say, okay, I drove someone nuts, and what does me holding on to it now do? I can either choose to stay living that story of annoyance and irritation and, you know, obviously misunderstood. I can live that, or I can choose to say it was part of my life, I'm so grateful for where I'm at, but that doesn't define 
what or who I'm supposed to impact. It doesn't define what or who I am. It was just part of the journey that created and allowed me to become the person that I've become. And regardless of what anyone thinks, whether they think it's annoying or not annoying or whatever, my only responsibility is to choose to show up as me. But sitting with that information, sitting with the knowledge of like childhood annoyance, right? Like that's, that's like an uncomfortable feeling. And I mean, I've worked through some of that stuff. I've, I've gone and worked through some of the childhood things that I felt or my perspective of how they played out, right? I've worked through so much of that. That to see this come up in such a new perspective was a little heavy, but it was also so exciting. And I think it was easier for me to let go and move on from because I was so excited to recognize the chain that was holding me back. Because once it's recognized, like demons can only live in the dark, right? So once it's recognized, I could actually let it go and stop carrying it with me because it wasn't mine to carry. It was never mine to carry. It also showed up to show me that so much of it was perception. Who knows how much was reality or not reality? I mean, we could all tell the stories, right? Especially if you're a little sister. Like, man, I'm sure I annoyed my brothers. Well, I know for a fact I annoyed the crap out of my brothers. And I, like, ultimately just wanted them to love me and accept me and whatever. But annoyance or that childhood thing is such a perception of where I was at that holding on to it now was just holding me back. And so breaking through those chains was literally life-changing. And what's so crazy is, honestly, because I had done so much self-reflection leading up to this point, I feel like it was fairly easy to shift through. So we were on a team call for Six Figure School for Powerhouse Women Group of Women, and I shared my breakthrough. And Lindsay, the same person who the podcast came from, um, she says something to me that was so empowering. She says, for every person you annoy, there will be hundreds or thousands who needed what you brought to the table, who you inspire, and who you impact. And if that doesn't say to you that what you're holding on to is holding you back, like that was so powerful for me, that I allowed one person's opinion or such a small group of opinions who may not even be their opinion, right? It's just my perspective of what I think that somebody's going to be. I'm going to allow that to keep me from impacting and reaching the people who need what I bring to the table. Even if it's just the one girl who (laughs) is where I used to be and needs what I've figured out. So 
in this, my whole point of this whole story is that the choice to actually shine light into the darkest places of you, the choice to recognize the moments that you're playing the victim, the choice to look in the mirror and say, I could be better. That, that one choice and that one piece of action could actually be what unlocks and sets you free from the chains that are holding you back. Do not let the chains of the things, these beliefs that you've created since childhood, keep you from becoming the next best version of yourself. Now, mine's just annoyance, right? Like, mine's this little funny story, but there's so many things. Like, it could be your relationship with food. It could be, you know, what whatever the thing is that you're wanting to change or do and you feel stuck in, there's probably something created in your psyche that really has nothing to do with what you're doing. But without sitting and staring it in the eye, it's going to continue to keep you chained. So I challenge you in these next coming days to take the time to look at yourself, to say, what could I do better? To recognize maybe the things that you've given up because something was holding you back and say, I'm going to dig deeper to see what it is that's keeping me from that. It's sitting in the uncomfortable. I challenge you to ask yourself questions. Get to know who you are, (laughs) the stories that you're allowing to continue to hold you captive, keep you chained, and hold you back. My mom has always said this one saying to us growing up. Every time we lived in our pity pot story, she would say, you can only be on the Jerry Springer show for so long, and then it comes to an end, and you've got to get off. I challenge you to recognize the things that you're holding on to that keep playing on repeat that keep you from stepping in to the version of you that you're meant to be. No longer the victim, but the hero of your own story. You are strong, you are capable, you are resilient, and you are enough. Just as you are, and just where you're at. I see you, I hear you, and I am doing the work right alongside of you. Until next time, keep it shiny.